left when it's obviously zone right. And and then uh, you notice he wasn't in he wasn't in the game the next series. That man didn't so, play anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, you know. And so I'm, what I'm talking about is the play where um, yeah the the running back got hit five yards in the backfield. It was like the cleanest blitz you'll ever see. Two guys right on him, and yeah. then like I think it was legitimately six or seven defenders swarmed to the ball. So yeah, it, it was it was ugly, and so that and and uh, like I don't want to say that's the game when Caleb Williams is that quarterback, but. Because Notre Dame really wasn't doing much offensively other than Estime uh, for most of the game. But basically, because of that, uh, like the circumstances to me, it, it felt like Caleb Williams felt like he had to do too much. And he, he could have thrown another two picks. There was one he threw out of pressure. There was one on a kind of like a middle screen that a Notre Dame defender got a hand on and could have picked off. So he, he literally could have thrown five interceptions this game. It well, was, good news for Caleb Williams is he's get he got he has Utah's defense next week. So that's not good news at all. That's okay. actually bad news. Yeah, that so, is that is bad. uh coming off two yeah, bad weeks. Uh, USC's schedule coming up is not formidable for them. They have good teams coming up with really good defenses. They are going and the back end of that, they're good offenses as well. They play Washington and Oregon back to back. Yeah, they get they get a cupcake they get a cupcake in Cal after after Utah, but then from there it's it's all top twenty five teams as of right now. Washington at Oregon and then a rivalry game against number number twenty five right now, UCLA. So that's a that's a tough way to end. That's definitely a um are they at and you said at Oregon or at Washington? At Oregon. That they host Washington and UCLA. They're yeah, at Cal, so. but who cares? I mean, I hope you guys are right. I hope it ends up in Oregon and Washington again. But um, so all of that, you know, um, you know, all of that being said, so like we're, you know, I guess we're we're gonna find out more about Caleb Williams, right? I, you know, I'm not really sold on Lincoln Riley as a as a coach either. Like I, I don't think he really set him up for success in a lot of in a lot of ways. But yeah, Williams just Williams didn't. Williams didn't have a good game. Um, but that being said... Well, with the Lincoln... Go ahead. No, go ahead, Parker. Uh, uh, Lincoln Riley, um, is, this is exactly how he coaches every year. Um, so um, if you're going to continue watching college football, buckle up, get ready, because oh, this I, is what he's been no, no, since I, taking I over at Oklahoma. Yeah, he should, he, should probably, he, is, he should probably go back to the Big 12. It's maddening. <laughs> Um, you probably should. Yeah, he's going to go to the Big Ten. To, uh, Big Ten. That's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, maybe Iowa, Ohio. <laughs> he'll, he'll transform the offense. <laughs> okay. That was, yeah. You just got a lot of Iowans really mad at you. Like, yeah, I know. And I'm, I, I should be an Iowa guy for the kind of football they play, but, you know, nope. Um, Iowa offensive line. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do that for sure. Smallers. So anyway, going back to the the Williams and Drake May, you know, is there a debate now? And I think there will be. Um, I'm not sold on May at all. Like Caleb Williams, I think is a, is a competitor. I think he I think he cares. Yeah, I'm worried about him being a short quarterback. But again, you put him in the right situation. You give him a you give him a power running game that defenses have to respect, so he he can get out of the pocket. I think Caleb Williams can do some things, and if he learns to give up on a bad play every once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't have to completely rein him in, obviously. Like, I mean, look at, like, 
Look at Mahomes. Look at Allen. Like those guys, you know, they can extend plays and make things happen sometimes. But you have, but they also generally know when it's over too. And Caleb Williams is going to have to learn that. But give him a running game, please. Uh, I do think he's, I do think he's a premier talent. But you, you got to put him in the right situation. And that being said, oh that's no, not, I'm just getting Russell Wilson vibes all that's over. What I'm, I know, I know, I know. That's what. I, that's kind of what I'm saying. So, you know. I don't want to defend Russell Wilson, but is he in the right situation? I mean, a lot of I think they brought in Sean Payton because of because of Drew Brees. Like, oh, like he he has he found ways for a short quarterback to to pass right to find passing lanes and all that. You know, I think I think they're apples and oranges, right? So like Wilson's much Wilson's an improviser, and like he's probably reined that in. There's probably a million reasons that Russell Wilson sucks, and a lot of them are Russell Wilson's fault, but. You know, it's also probably not a good fit. And the team at Russ Incorporated, yeah, it's probably <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They bear and, and, and equal responsibility. And, and you know, 52 other Broncos probably can't stand him. So there's so there's that because I I do believe in you want to you want a guy that, you, that everybody else wants to play for. But anyway, um, but that's that being said, I don't think Drake May's that guy. Um, You're not that guy, pal. Yeah, uh, guy, he's got all the physical tools, and so all the scouts are drooling over him, and I just I don't see it because I don't see the mental makeup. Um, Miami bailed UNC out with that fumble. Bad, bad week, for, bad two weeks for Miami running backs. By the way, um, that was I think I think they said it was Parrish's first fumble of his uh, of his career. Henry Parrish, um, he fumbles into the fumbles into the end zone, and UNC falls on it. But then literally the next play. Um, Drake May just doesn't feel the pressure coming and uh, gets sacked in the end zone, strip sack, and is lucky that his own teammate picks it up and runs it out. But easily could have been a safety, easily could have been touchdown Miami. Um, May started the game 0 for 4. He, uh, and you know, like this is going to sound stupid, you know, like you guys might pick on me for this, but I think little things matter. And, and all, and, and, and maybe even tell you if, if a guy actually loves the game, actually cares, like on the handoffs, like he does like this half-assed carrying out the fake on the throw, you know, like to, to try and hold the linebacker for a second. You know what I mean? Like, like there's no, there's no attempt to convince them that, you know, I'm throwing the ball. Like every once in a while, a guy gets tricked. We just saw that a few weeks ago with the, uh, what was it? The uh, I think it was Geno Smith got drilled by a guy. No, no, Jared Goff got drilled by a guy on the Seahawks. Oh yeah, he thought he had a sack. He it's, celebrated it's like, it. Every once in a while, it works. You know what I mean? And and it and again, I I feel like stuff like that kind of might might speak to commitment and 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 love for the game. It, maybe am I blowing it out of proportion? Maybe it, you know, like like do I know him personally? No, but like I think when you're presenting yourself that way, this is what I have to go on. So. I get it. I think you're blowing that a little bit out of proportion. I think uh, if it's a tendency, that's a clear issue. Well, no, I saw it several times. But. Yeah, so I mean, if it's something a defense can pick up on, that's obviously that's that's not great because p- defenses will pick up on that. Um, I think it just boils down to you know, decision-making, right? We talk about that a lot with quarterbacks. He has all the physical tools. He can make every throw, and that's why, you know, people are going to fall in love with him um, even more at pro day, right? Like, you know, in an empty, on an empty field, like, is he going to have a Zach Wilson throw? He might, you know? Oh, I, I think he absolutely will because, he, man, he can fling it, but he... But it's just like, it's in, you know... He's going to be the second... For, he's gonna for be as second. smart as NFL NFL 
scouts are people that you know to get to that point you have to be very intelligent at football you're much more intelligent than i am at football hand up i get that but they get fooled a lot and i'm not saying that's Drake may maybe it is maybe it isn't but when they see somebody with that much raw talent to ability to throw the ball they always think if it's decision making i can get them the right coaching we can we can get him in the right situation but like you're not you're drafting him at number two overall because you probably don't have the right coach there. You probably don't have the right system, like you're saying, and it's, it's probably not going to go well. And those decisions are probably not going to improve. And then it goes, it, it, it's a clock, right? And then it goes into confidence. Like, you know, oh, I'm not doing well at first. Obviously, it's not great if that if that ruins a guy. It shouldn't ruin a guy if you're investing that much capital in your franchise picking a guy number one or number two overall he should have the mental makeup he no should have what. it yeah. but can it have a negative impact absolutely so this is all a long way of saying i'm team caleb williams on this and again this is going to sound stupid but caleb williams is running downfield trying trying to throw blocks on option plays and like you know like i've seen it happen twice and I and he hasn't really thrown a block either time, but he didn't really find a body to block either. But he was run he was no he was running downfield. He like he was literally in front of the running back in the in the Notre Dame game. It was one of USC's best plays of the game actually. And he's he's screaming downfield trying to find somebody to block. And like and I believe he would have if he if he had run into somebody. It's just you know that's the difference, right? The intangibles part of it. I'm obviously big on that. Um, I think Caleb. It's for me. It's Caleb Williams or it's hope you find Brock Purdy, basically, you know, like, or you, you know, Penix, you know what I mean? You, you, Bo Nix, like later on in the draft, like Maybe, a Dak Prescott situation, yeah. like fourth round. Well, again, I mean, like a lot of these quarterbacks weren't high picks. You know what I mean? So many quarterbacks that are, that are successful weren't high picks. So just like wide receivers, like the, the value gets inflated a little bit in the draft and, uh, or their perceived value, I should say. And I mean, we see it, especially with quarterbacks. I think it happened last year with wide receivers, what happened. Um, but I think with quarterbacks, historically, their value gets inflated and you're like, where the hell did that guy come from? And now he's drafted in the first round, you know, it's like, or why the hell were we talking about drafting Will Levis in the first, like it didn't end up happening. And, and he, to me, he pretty much proved why, cause he's a piece of shit, but you know what I mean? So, um, Point of the point is for me, it's like if I've got the first pick, Caleb Williams, maybe if I think I've got the right situation, if I'm going to build a power running game around him, if I'm going to give him a good safety valve tight end, like a really good safety valve tight end, you know, that kind of that kind of situation. But if I'm coming in expecting him to transform the franchise like a Patrick Mahomes, like you're you're in for a bad day. That's that's the wrong wrong strategy. Uh, I don't know you guys thoughts. I'll uh, I'll let you go, Parker. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I I agree um, that systems are very very important. Um, I haven't seen enough of Jake May play to really have a consensus thought on him. Um, but he is definitely by far and away like the NFL. Like he's going to get drafted second. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going. Yeah, everyone's going to love it. Yeah, he's yeah. going. He's, going, he's going second overall. Someone's going to trade for him. Like if it's the Bears, they have second overall pick, and they decide they're going Fields, they'll trade it. They'll trade out. 
Like I would think. So, um, uh, I lost it. I, I don't know. What I was gonna say it's basically like I mean. I mean, we've seen the, it like Daniel the, Jones. We've seen it yeah. like and like Daniel Jones is not not even really the most gifted thrower, but like we've seen. You just said Will Levis like. People fall in love with quarterbacks when it comes, you know, once once spring is in the air, it's it's a different it's a different vibe. And for me, like again, I want a guy with a Trey chip Lance, on, like Trey yeah, Lance, yeah, good yeah. Call, good call. I want a I want a guy with a chip on his shoulder. So especially well, chip, Trey Lance probably does now. You want him? <laughs> no, I want a guy you know that was that's pissed because he got drafted. I mean, especially with wide receivers, because yeah, you want Amon Ross, St. Brown, exactly. Uh, and I mean, again, that that's been proven time and time again too. So like, if they have a list of who was drafted before them, like I just, I want to, I want to not draft somebody and then be like, Hey, do you have a list? Like going into day three of the draft and he's like, yeah, I got a list of everyone that's drafted before me. Okay. You're my next franchise player. All right. Well, we got enough time to talk draft in February and March. Cause trust me, I'm going to be pushing for it when you guys are talking about the NBA. So um, we're, we're going to have draft on the agenda. Um, so let's wrap up our show. Holidays in history. Every day is an important day in history. Every day is a holiday. Um, they're all over the place. Shout out to his, uh, well, history.com and National Today for giving us the material. But especially on the obscure holidays, they're just they're everywhere. Yeah, we're getting we're getting closer to a non-obscure holiday. Uh, we're getting pretty close to Halloween. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about your uh, your Barbie costume later. But um, I've lost I've lost my cursor. I can't I can't scroll. This is. Technology is not your friend right now, no. so I'll, I'll help you out. Uh, October 17th, which we are now in because it's another late night at Sellout Sports. Um, National Clean Your Virtual Desktop. Uh, it sounds like that's something you might need to do right now, Tori, because uh, you're struggling. Actually, no. Like That's the thing. Like Maybe I deleted something I wasn't supposed to because I literally, over the weekend, I, I, I cleaned everything up. And you know I just got us the quote-unquote company computer. Don't so, put quotes around that. Don't put that so, evil on me, Ricky Bobby. So, oh. <laughs> So, uh, no, um, sorry, the company computer, just no quotes, um, cause that's what it is. Um, but yeah, so like, so I'm going to, I'm going to get that up and running, but yeah, this, this is my, what, 2013 MacBook, MacBook air. Put that thing in the that's, museum. That's, that's better than our freaking, the, the one, the Dell that our company gave us. So yeah, Dell, not a sponsor. Oh. Unless you want to get Actually, us money. That, honestly, that, unless you want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are sellout sports. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, honestly, the Dell's probably from 2013 too. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, cl- I mean, clean your desktop. I cleaned out like extra photos because you know, like you know, when you have pets, you take or I take ten photos no matter what when I'm taking pictures. But when you have pets, it's like click, 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 and you hope one comes out good. So I got to go through and delete all those, right? Mm. So you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, so actually I just recently did this. Good for um, you. But yeah, so... Um, I'll, I'll go through like an email cleanse sometimes and it always feels good. Yeah, right? And it, it's just like... It, it, but it kind of sucks too that there's another thing that you have to clean. There's so many... Like you got to clean your car. Like there's a, that always comes up. My car is disgusting. Yeah, I never do that. Right? <laughs> like like if, you, if you looked at my car, you would think I was a hoarder. The, the house is actually very clean. Mostly credit to Casey, my wife. I got a test. Very clean house. Like, uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, minus the dog piss because you Well, the only time there's dog piss <laughs> listeners is when I'm in the building. That's, yeah. That's what I was alluding to. All right. So uh, anyway, so I celebrated early on National Clean Your Virtual Desktop Day. Um, 
Well, hang on. We, yeah, we got a we got a banker in the house. I mean, that's so like I feel like uh, security and everything. That must be important to you, Parker. Um, I don't really use a desktop other than at work, but um, I do always make sure I close my tabs on my phone. Dude, that it, it, isn't that like the best feeling ever when you like. I literally have forty tabs open every day, and to get to get the clothes, I mean, it's got to be. Or I, I guess that's always, that was always the joke in the military, too, is that, like, getting to take off your flak jacket, that's like a woman getting to take off her bra at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like also getting to close all of your tabs is something a, a man it's a or white a woman. Collar, white collar version. Yeah, it's something a man or a woman could understand, right? Yeah, people that don't really work with their hands, that's their... <laughs> um, okay. Um, all right, it's National Pasta Day. Favorite pasta? Favorite pasta dish? <sighs> Big, uh... I've been like big in like the penne alla vodka lately. Mm, uh, very, very good. But uh, I, I took this as like, I'm going to, it's going to be an excuse to watch the Bruins, you know, Pasternak, you know? Oh, okay. Sports tie in. Good job. We don't talk about sports enough. So, yeah, that's true. Parker, favorite, <laughs> favorite uh, pasta dish? My favorite pasta dish is um, a great fettuccine Alfredo. Can't my, go wrong. It's my mom's chicken. And, Chicken fettuccine Alfredo, which like no broccoli in there. Which, uh, yeah, no okay. little, little, little okay. broccoli. Yeah, um, I mean, do, do you have to say chicken broccoli? No, you don't have to, but I I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard it that way. But uh, she like I do not put broccoli in mine. Oh, you you don't put broccoli in yours? No, I'm not on the Al Michaels train here. <laughs> yeah. No veggies. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, and I haven't had it in years either. My mom's uh, chicken Alfredo, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. Actually, she listens now. So, so yeah. May, Shout so, out, Mama Rich. Yeah, Mom, may, chicken Alfredo night soon, please. All right. <laughs> National payback a friend. Which one of you owes the other money? Uh, funny story about this, Parker. You want to go or should I? <laughs> uh, Sounds like he knows where you can go. <laughs> yeah, so when uh, Parker and I were both at Arizona State, this man had no money. And uh, I don't know how I had money, but I did. And uh, this guy just refused to... Uh, park his car in places where he should have so he got tickets almost literally every single day and uh <laughs> he, he got he got his, a boot on his car it got to that point it, it racked up but, a few hundred dollars and they they booted his car and they were going to withhold his transcript like did it get to that point well like, he couldn't go to work to pay his to, <laughs> to pay his parking tickets and then uh and then a, a man named kanye west just decided to have a a concert that Parker just needed to go to and he had to fly to San Francisco to do it. And so, yeah, I, 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 I loaned Parker about Dude, a little over. A, stop. That's not a concert. That's an experience. Yeah. Well, it is an experience because it wasn't a concert because Kanye was on stage for all of like 14 minutes before he had a mental breakdown. <laughs> no, way. no, I, I did not go to the shows that he, he had a mental breakdown. Okay, but to be, for three hours. Uh, but he was very late. I know that from 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 the from the uh, story, and I know that also that was the the same tour. But regardless, you owed me about a thousand dollars for over a year. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, like if if you don't have it, if you can't afford to give it away, then you shouldn't loan it. That's. Yeah, I shouldn't have because I was trying to get I was trying to get home and I couldn't buy a plane ticket home. <laughs> uh, he paid me back. All is well that ends well. Good good friends, good friends. All right. Um all right. Nineteen eighty nine. This was the October seventeenth was the uh the, the World Series Earthquake Day. 
um, just, I mean, Al Michaels has so many great quotes. So there's this one. And it, I mean, it's not really funny. Uh, they they kind of went through the same thing where they were kind of laughing it off. But I think like 30 people died in that earthquake. Um, but Al Michaels quote, you know, regardless, was, well, folks, that's the greatest open in the history of television, bar none. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I don't just, think I've ever heard that. I gotta, I'm going to listen to it after this. Yeah, cause I, I can hear it. The earthquake actually, yeah, so it actually happened what, before the game. Um, but yeah, so... It's just kind of weird that it happened, uh, Oakland, Oakland, and San Francisco. In, in, uh, that, yeah, uh, you know, when those two were playing each other, and the earthquake struck that area, it's just one of those like you know divine intervention something like, kind of things. Right? Like, yeah, the Brewers weren't good that year. Okay. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, and also in seventeen seventy seven, um, you know, near and dear to our hearts, it was the Battle of Saratoga. Uh, so Britain had to sur- surrender like five thousand men uh, after they were surrounded, and this is two months after. Our Battle of Bennington, um, and it also basically led to France recognizing our independence, and they were obviously instrumental in helping us win the war too. So, America. But you had a story about the uh, the Bennington Monument, right? Yeah, I just went with uh, my mom uh, and my girlfriend, and uh, you, t- you took them to to the giant phallic symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like what, like three hundred feet, or, or it's pretty high up there. So and uh, Washington's is bigger. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> Didn't know it was a measuring contest, but here we are. Um, I was intrigued. Like, I didn't realize how much people traveled from around the world to to visit this. Um, I just thought it was kind of like a local thing, and you know, it's pretty it's pretty neat, and it has history around it. But uh, so the way you get up is through through an elevator, old elevator, and there's a there's a tour guide there, and he was talking about how people from Brazil were on the elevator ride before, and I'd see them, and I was like, that's kind of strange. Like, we're in Vermont. <laughs> People from Brazil? He goes, no, this happens all the time. I was like, he, he was telling me he's from New York City. And he's like, that, that's honestly the reason that I'm here, because Vermont's kind of vanilla. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, but yeah, like, and then he's like, sign the book after, like the guest book. I look through it. I shit you not. China, Brazil, Brazil, like Georgia, California, Germany. And I was just like, wow. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like uh, you don't you don't realize type of thing. <laughs> what was it? Over the winter. It's um, also peak foliage. So I don't know like if that plays a part in it as well. But Foliage, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, you said foliage. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I had a story on the, uh, on the monument too. So I covered a story. I think it was like February. And I felt so bad for the lady that works. Uh, the mon- she's like I think she's like the keeper of the the stuff at the monument, and she called the police because the sword was missing again. So yeah, so that's the thing is the first time somebody had stolen it, and then it got returned like two days later, right? So this time there's just a ton of snow around, and so she you know she looks up there, it's not there. It's like no, it just fell into the snow. <laughs> it was in like three feet of snow. So the cops came and like dug around in there and found it. I felt so bad for uh. her. She, she felt. You know, she felt really. No, yeah, the poor like, woman was traumatized because somebody yeah. stole. It was like, yeah, some you know, dickhead high school kid probably stole John it. John Stark, right? Like, was uh, it? From yeah, it was General Stark's sword, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, because there's because also there's Colonel Seth Brown there, but I think it was General Stark's sword. Yeah, um, yeah New Hampshire boy. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Or General Stark, right? Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> He coined "Live Free or Die," probably the best uh, state phrase. One hundred percent, the best state motto. Absolutely. Um, all right, moving on. 
October 18th is no beard day. I celebrate that all the time because I can't grow a fucking beard. It's embarrassing. Um, you know, Jake, occasional contributor to the show. Uh, my little brother can grow an excellent beard and it pisses me off. I but, wish I could. Yeah. Parker, can you, can you grow? No. So, so we're all, we're all no, celebrating no beard. The, beard this, the beard this podcast is we're otherly known as. Wow. We should like find some real men, I guess, because what a bunch of pussies. Anyway. Um, <laughs> ride ride to work day. Do you, you ever you ever ride to work, Mike? No, I prefer to walk. <laughs> oh, that's oh, interesting. Okay, well, it's good. It keeps you healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so well, you get your you get. I your get my three minute walk. I was in just say you get your steps in your hundred and fifty steps yeah, in. Yeah. Eighteen sixty seven Alaska Day. This one actually makes sense because it was uh, October eighteenth, eighteen sixty seven, is when we bought Alaska from Russia. I just. I just throw this in there because Alaska's cool. I recommend everybody go there. Gotta go, that's what I was about to say. Got to go sometime. Yeah. On the bucket list for sure. Um, I don't think Parker will ever go to Alaska. Why not? Nope. Wouldn't catch me dead Why? in Alaska. <laughs> why not? Uh, it looks it looks beautiful. I'm not shitting on the state. But, uh, I think you are. I'm not a fan of the cold. I'm not a fan yeah, of the well, cold. Well, no, dude. Go in July. It's if beautiful. I'm, that's when I was there. I, I went, so when I was in the Marines, this is when my wife actually got our second cat without my permission. I just came home and there was a fucking cat. So um, she's cool though, so it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was in Alaska for, for two weeks and you like went hiking. Like, um, like if you want to see like just so much land untouched by man, it's just, it's really cool. Um, like I've been to Alaska and Hawaii, but I haven't been to like the Northwest, which I understand has a lot of untouched land you know montana oh i'd love to go to like the pacific northwest yeah i need to go to the northwest for sure but yeah uh but i recommend alaska i mean like that was the only time i've seen a moose in person you know what i mean like like uh like all this time living in new england i've never seen a moose i've only seen one moose yeah life no there's like there's a whole uh whole chasing my dad's car right (laughs) beside us like these ones that that's that yeah so go figure it was going uh, like 25 it was so scary that's dude they're huge that's terrifying um so yeah, Alaska Day. Oh yeah, uh, obviously 1977. This is when uh, Reggie Jackson, you know, earned the Mister October, three homers and three swings. They win Game Six. Um, yeah, yeah, they won the game eight to four. They won the series four to two. He had to wear a, a batting helmet in the final inning because things got so crazy there. Um, like had to wear a batting helmet out in, out in the outfield. <laughs> um, it's like some bench warmer yeah. shit. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he is. Uh, but yeah, so shout out, Mister October. Obviously, one of just one of the best, you know, sports nicknames ever. Too, hundred percent deserved. Oh yeah. Um, here's a, here's an age gap one. You guys, Roseanne, you, like you guys remember when the Connors was was going to come back on, and then Roseanne said some stupid racist shit or something, and then like, and then she wasn't on the show, and then it, then the show didn't matter. But back in the day, Roseanne was actually a, a, an interesting show because it used to be like all these like really happy families and, and everything was, you know, Brady bunch shit basically. Mm. And then Roseanne comes on and it's this like white trash middle class fan, you know, or lower middle class family, hard work and blue collar, you know, that was kind of new for the time. And so, you know, just, um, you know, for what it's worth, you know, like I guess Roseanne kind of, <laughs> kind of fucked up, but John, she I, was on the view, right? That's where, where she, I whatever think, it was. I think you're talking about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely thinking of Rosie O'Donnell there, Mike. <laughs> no, no, one of one one of these Rosies 
hated Donald Trump. The other one loved him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, big difference. Fair yeah. enough. Oh, uh, man. That's good. But, you know. Talk well, about cultural difference. There you go. Sure. But also, you know, great sports <laughs> movie. Rosie O'Donnell was in a. Actually, they were both in a sports movie. Roseanne was in one where they. Like, this is not a good movie at all. Backfield Emotion. That's what it was called. And the mothers play football is against Mike the McDaniel sons. Mike McDaniel the main guy? Ah, um, yeah. I, so it was it was terrible. It's not a good movie. But, yeah, the, the mothers played football against the sons in mm. that one. Uh, however, a good sports movie that Rosie O'Donnell was in. See, this is I'm trying to give you stories to remember. So, A League of Their Own, which is, a, which honestly, it's probably in my top five for sports movies. It's really good. So, anyway, um, October 19th, Conflict Resolution Day. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do, we have any, do we have any conflict resolution stories, or should we move on? I'm just petty. What's so, that? I'm not going to resolve a conflict. I'm well, just going to let it go on. Uh, well, I don't hold grudges ever. As, I'm not, so I don't hold I'm, grudges. I'm, I'm just a, petty. There's a difference. I mean, I was being sarcastic. but <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's just Revolutionary War week apparently because also um, October 19, 1781 is when the Battle of Yorktown was won, end of the American Revolution. Of course, they didn't they didn't sign the treaty for like three years or something, and then they wouldn't even pose for the for the painting. Talk about petty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not resolving any conflicts over there. That was a good segue, actually. I kind of fucked it up. Yeah, it's, you know, conflict resolution, Battle of Yorktown, the Treaty of Versailles. I think. Yes. Um, all right. And then, yeah, um, this is not anything to be celebrated, but you know, important day in history. Um, Alexander Hamilton under a pen name accused Thomas Jefferson of an affair with a slave that like the, uh, and then the, the publication that, um, put it out, uh, again, speaking of being petty, Thomas, Thomas Jefferson, um, didn't give the publication, the guy, the publisher, a spot in his cabinet. And then, so then he published like another scathing thing about you know Thomas Jefferson having a mistress and uh, and a you know a slave mistress and like 1796. That's kind of crazy. I mean, pretty ballsy to do that in 1796. I mean, we're talking you know we're, we're not that far from from witch hunts. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Thomas Jefferson was a male, so that that helps him in that aspect at least. But. Well, Ham- well, Hamilton's the one that wrote it. Oh, but, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, and, sorry. and we all know, yeah, and we. We we know how Hamilton and uh, Burr felt about each other and and uh, and Jefferson too. They, I don't know. They they were all pretty petty and yeah. and hated each other. Probably could have hung out with them. <sighs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you could maybe. Heard. Do you think they want to do a podcast? That's founding fathers. Yeah, we, we need to do a uh, yeah. We need to, uh, it's seance season, so like you know, yeah. let's, let's do this. Let's go over. I got the, the spooky candles going over there already. Yeah, I think uh, here in Bennington, the only <laughs> the only president we can get is. Uh, Jesus, I always forget his name. Well, there is the Bennington Triangle. Um, I've heard I've heard rumors. That's yeah, there is Bennington Triangle. There we go. All right. Well, that we blew the record out of the water, but we had a lot of material. I mean, yeah. it's just, uh, I'm not gonna apologize for it. Shit, Cat TV's gonna be mad at us. Like, am I, do you think I have to give him a cut two hour one? I hope man. Or or is he just gonna cut it off at two hours? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, on to the next one. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like um, a butcher. Yep, that's. I mean, that's what <laughs> that's what editors got to do. So, all right. Well, that is our show. Uh, so, thank you everyone for being here, and uh, thank you everyone that's supported us on social media, especially if you're new, especially if you don't actually know us, because that's that's where our uh, original followership came from. 
Um, thank you to Cat TV for giving us this equipment. And uh, yeah, that's our show. Thanks for being here. It's only going to get better. Thank you, guys.